Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the weekly cooldown. I am Kami Jace, your host for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and get to know our guest. It is episode 73 of the weekly cooldown. It is December 6th. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We're back from break. Uh, thank God. And we're ready to uh, tear into some news. But first, of course, let's begin with some headline recaps. If you are playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, you will be excited, maybe, to know that Gigantamax Snorlax raids are now popping up in your game. Players can access the raid as of December 4th, and up until January 2020, there is no official end date as of yet. Rumors and leaks of Resident Evil 3 Remake are surfacing after some possible early artwork began circulating on the PlayStation Network and on Steam. Much like the remake for Resident Evil 2, the artwork shows slightly uh, new redesigns and visuals of the game's main character, Jill Valentine, and a playable character, Carlos Oliveira. I always get his name wrong. Um, plus a rather new but familiar look at the Nemesis monster. Though there uh, clearly is no release date or technically official announcement, we are expecting a late 2020 release for a Resident Evil 3 remake, perhaps sometime after E3. YouTube is changing some policies on violent and graphic content, which could mean that some streamers and YouTube gamers may be getting the thumbs up to stream some more violent and gory video games. The original rules from YouTube state that violent and or gory content intended to shock or disgust viewers or content encouraging others to commit violent acts are not allowed on YouTube. However, a change in those rules effect is effective as of December 2nd reads, scripted or simulated violent content found in video games will be treated the same as other types of scripted content, which could mean that some otherwise gated videos could face fewer violence-related restrictions. And those are just some of the headlines for this week. If you've got some comments you want to make, about any of these headlines, or if I missed one that you really, really want to chat about more, tweet at me at Gaming or at WKCooldown, or join us on Discord and let us know all about it. All right. Well, again, this is the weekly cooldown. I was on break for Thanksgiving. It was great. I had food. That's all you need to know about that. Um, <laughs> so joining me today, I have... Two guests. Uh, I don't really know how to lead into them um, because they're both very cool and unique in their own ways. Um, but first, we're going to say a good big hello to Alice. Hello. Hello, hello all you cute, hot, sexy nerds out there. Cute, hot, sexy nerds. <laughs> Wow. Starting this off flirtatiously. Wow. We're getting real heavy into the... <laughs> into the... <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd Sex Podcast. No. <laughs> um, so, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right. So, we spoke a little bit about this, but you have some, uh, like, 
background with video games? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I think I've kind of grown up nerd adjacent. Uh, and, okay. you know, and I, I mean, because I, I think everyone can say that they've always been around video games, around nerd culture. Obviously, now we're kind of getting into more where it's like the, the cool thing, I guess, so to speak. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I've definitely played a little bit and been around the video game block. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. We like that. We like that here. We like that here. Um, have you played anything recently? Yeah, um, well, the last thing I played was Pokemon Sword. Oh. So I, so I, I mean, I've not gotten very far in that just yet i'm still still missing the let, let's go pikachu a little bit a little bit more uh, this is definitely the updated version though for sure so were you ever interested in pokemon before these two on the switch um i mean when i was little i, w- I would watch the pokemon show which i refuse to call anime because i don't want to be like the person that watches anime yikes um well listen here. All, all we the, all watch the, anime i know i know no i know Ang- angry <laughs> letters not emails angry letters not even not even tweets no we're going back angry here. letters um angry a- letters yeah. every titan's on the way to your home <laughs> like b yeah <laughs> a- no um but yeah i and, and then i play like pokemon go on my phone i still play it all the time I love it. Mm-hmm. So, definitely of a Of course. Time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I guess, I guess most people I know, like, grew up with Pokemon. Yeah. And it's interesting to see that you came from Pokemon or, like, Pikachu or Eevee Let's Go. Yeah. And then into Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's very, that's, I like that. It's kind of the same game. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, so I mean, it was marketed toward the Pokemon Go crowd as yeah. well as the like diehard Pokemon video game fans, and it hit a decent market. But I think it uh, Sword and Shield kind of let the bigger fans down, but the the uh, the like Let's Go crowd and the Pokemon Go crowd, they really picked it up and embraced it. So it's it's very it's just very interesting um how people responded to it based on like their history with uh Pokemon and Game Freak, who's the creator and stuff like that. Very very interesting. I like it. I like that I'm into it. Uh joining us as well is a comedian. That's right. His name is uh, Mick. Hello, Mick. Hello, nice to uh, make your acquaintance. Likewise. Mm -hmm. Now, Mick, you seemed a little more uh, into the video games, am I right? That's correct, yes. Uh, So what are you you playing? What's happening? (laughs) Well, I mean... You know, since Alice got to say where she got her start, I kind of like to say mine too. Um, yeah, so my first system when I was four years old was a Nintendo Entertainment System. I remember it well, my dad bringing it home, sitting it down, and he beat my ass at Duck Hunt. He took of advantage of my youth, and mm-hmm. he's never given me a rematch. Um, and I, I'm, I've, you know, I've been just sharpening my skills ever since. Right now, I'm playing um, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
oh. killing as many ducks as I can find. Yeah, you've moved up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm playing it for the Xbox One. Xbox One has a lot of problems, in my opinion, but I like the controller mm. and whatever. Well, what's the what problems? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. What you want to tell Phil Spencer out there? Uh, well, Phil, if I ever meet you, I'd like to powerbomb you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> because I was um, okay. So it was taking me a very long time to get Red Dead downloaded. I was downloading it, I guess, wirelessly, which I suppose you're not supposed to be doing. Uh, but you know, there was no you tell me that, and I didn't know that. Right. I, uh, whatever. So, so it took me a really long time to get this game downloaded, and then it says, "Would you like to update?" It, you know, the game requires an update. So I cancel. I said, I click cancel because I'm in the middle of a game. I'm like, no, and it deleted the whole game. Oh. So. Ooh. Like, I had to wait another four days to get this stupid thing downloaded. Yikes. And it's like... Uh, you know, like, I blame myself, yeah, I, but... Yeah. I get that, I get that. Um, well... Sorry to hear that. I'll let Phil Spencer <laughs> know that you were very unhappy. Put, put that right in the comments section. Power bombs don't Unhappy. take people out. It's it's like a three count. It's not a not a you know it's not a deadly maneuver. I haven't like seen a wrestling in <laughs> I don't know how long. Fair enough. Yeah. But I get it. I get you. I get you. I get you. Well, welcome both of you to the show. Um. So to begin our deep dive into video game news, we're going to start with Riot. I don't know if you know about Riot, but uh, they're the ones that make the League of Legends. And uh, that's a cool game, if you like crying a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't, really. But anyway, it, they, they came under some fire in 2018. So in 2018, a class action lawsuit was filed against Riot Games uh, based on some sexism and gender-based discrimination. Uh, back in August, Riot agreed to settle that lawsuit, and now we know that Riot is going to pay $10 million to settle those lawsuits, uh, which is going to be divided about um, something like a 1,000 women uh, who have been employed by the studio since 2014. Uh, with this settlement, Riot, excuse me, Riot will also have to commit to better practices overall, which they seem to be trying to do already, having hired a chief diversity officer by the name of Angela Roseborough in March of this year. So, if you're not privy on this knowledge, um, again, it happened back in 2018. There was a lot of women who came up... Um, who were talking about this really heavy gender discrimination, heavy kind of, uh, you know, masculine overtones, um, as is kind of won't in any kind of gaming space, unfortunately. Um, and uh, it, it led into this large uh, lawsuit. It led into uh, a lot of criticism on Riot's part. But they do say that they are um, trying to make some changes, trying to make that internal culture a little bit better. Um, uh, what, are, what are some initial thoughts on this? I mean, reading. Uh, I'd like to hear what Alice has to think. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I think even reading this this first paragraph, what the uh, studio said, which is so the internal investigation found that gender discrimination in payer promotion, sexual harassment, and retaliation are not systemic issues at Riot. But they acknowledge that some rioters have had well, so what a interesting name, rioters, especially mm. in this in this instance. But anyway, yeah. some rioters <laughs> have had experiences that did not live up to our values or culture. All right, dude, I don't know if you know what systemic <laughs> means. Uh, I read that quote over and over because I, I mean, that is adorably out of touch. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think so too. I, it uh, when when this story first broke, I definitely felt like uh, like with any game uh, entity, I suppose, I felt that it was just kind of disingenuous, and it was um, kind of just we don't do that here. You know what I mean? Like that kind of tone. Um, and then when it really started to get out there, uh, based on some reporting from the LA Times. Then they were like, okay, we're, we're going to have to really have a sit-down. Uh, they tried to do this thing, I think, at PAX East uh, about a year ago, I think, uh, where they tried to do this gender um, uh, uh, talk or something like that, um, but only invited women. And then it was like, okay, you're, like, you're trying, but you're trying a little too hard. <laughs> like, it, it felt like it, was, it, it wasn't... Um, genuine. It wasn't coming from a place of like, yeah, we really want to help you and help others and help ourselves because we're gonna lose money because of this. Yeah. Um, can can I? Uh... Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm. Uh, you know, I took a look at the LA Times article, and that actually bothered me more. Really? Than, yeah, because the way it's being reported, so it says uh, a ten million like, but the the you know the the bold letters, the headline, and they know that most people only read the headline, read the headline, and the first few, you know, the first uh, paragraph or so. Sure. So Riot Games will pay ten million dollars to settle gender discrimination suit. Now, what that doesn't tell you is that there's a thousand women there. Mm-hmm. So That's so true. that so that ten million number is wildly inflated, and yes. if you if you um you know, take it further, that means it's about $10,000 per woman minus legal fees and whatever else this costs them minus the um, reputation hit they're going to have to go through in the industry, plus this just affecting their lives, right? So Mm -hmm. you're looking at maybe five to $3,000 per woman. And this thing is trying to make it look as though Riot Games is paying $10 million to one person in, in a, in a, in what and to settle gender discrimination suit just those words make it sound frivolous you know what i mean and it's obviously not a thousand people don't get together like it, it just bothers me the way this stuff is put together in the media in general mm-hmm. even before we get into what actually happened that's a good point um so yes a thousand women uh basically are being uh, reimbursed or uh, in somehow are settling with this uh, lawsuit. But I mean, it, that's a thousand employees. If you think about it that way, um, yeah, that's true, yeah. it just it, on its, on its base level, that's a thousand employees out of, I mean, I'm sure there are maybe 5,000, 6,000 employees at riot, but the fact that a thousand of them who felt 
not even felt, but were discriminated against in the workplace. That's a big number. That's it's a significant portion of that workforce. Right. Um, and and like none of what I'm reading in the LA Times is taking any of that into consideration at all. This like like oh man. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. taking into consideration. I, I guess that maybe those few, like few thousand dollars per woman maybe is that that gap there if we're talking about you know the the pay part um maybe even in the, in the promotion part probably not i'm sure even in a promotion you'd make uh, more money that wouldn't cover that but yeah i mean even obviously um just emotionally as well the i mean what what an incredible point that future jobs especially if they leave after this you know, it, it might be more difficult. I mean, it's probably already extremely difficult to be a woman finding a job in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, like, like look at the latest so, so how much, combat you know, is, is, it, is it good that few thousand dollars? You know, what, what, I mean, what, what are we really covering here? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, this should be covered as though Riot Games does nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And in my, like, and like in my opinion. But, like instead of you know big bold 10 million dollars right and a female chief diversity officer (laughs) right that's true i I mean it's good to have a chief diversity officer for sure but i think you know like i don't know i live i live near a lot of homeless people you know what i mean and i feel like every time i walk by a homeless person and i don't acknowledge them I train myself to ignore it when stuff mm. happens in my own life or workplace that I don't agree with. And I feel I like until that. we sort of deal with this as a society, this kind of stuff, it's just not going to stop. Right. That's a good point. I, I both feel that a chief diversity officer is necessary, but also like, really, we need someone to handhold so that men treat even on a you know day to day level, besides pay and everything, because that's a whole other thing. But on day to day level, we need a, a, a woman or whoever to to handhold and say, no, you can't harass that woman. No, that woman is also smart and knows video games. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to somebody? This I, woman I mean, knows video. This games. woman knows video games. You know, just as much as you. <laughs> you know, she's knows she she knows more than you. Sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm completely based on yeah. yeah. Get your head out of your ass, boy. This woman knows video games. <laughs> <laughs> um so here's another little bit. Uh so this has been ongoing of course again since uh August. We it was first reported in August. Yeah. Um so aside from the chief diversity officer, um they announced in May a 90-day plan to improve diversity and inclusion at the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, this was during uh, an employee walkout as well. So, it um, the the so these 90-day plan things, right? So it's like these you have this milestones, uh, 30, 60 day, 90 day inclusions, um, where you're trying to improve some kind of culture 
um they've been putting out these little blog posts um where there's you know celebrating women in gaming celebrating international women's day blah 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 blah, blah. so it's it, it aside from just the hand holding mm-hmm. again it's that idea that they're kind of like pandering at least in my like in in my view it just seems like they're uh we're gonna put out a 90 day thing where we discuss all the isms and all the phobias and that's all we're really gonna do here's a blog post right yeah yeah i mean it's a a start i mean (laughs) how much i mean how much you know yes pandering's pandering but you have to have the action and everything behind it you can pander but then i mean even the last sentence in this article a shock that League of Legends pulled in 1.4 billion in 2018, and they gave mm. 10 million to split. <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all got more money than that. Y'all could give it up. <laughs> well, it, you know, it, I don't know. It's not even the money necessary. Like, I wonder, what would it feel like right now to be one of those guys who was doing the harassing, who like, still had a job throughout all this, most likely. And who weren't, uh, you know, probably being side-eyed at the office or something like that because they were one of the people who spoke up or, you know, what have you. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, I just mean even the guys that were in on it, some of the perpetrators, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's – I'm just curious what your mindset is or what it would be when this all comes down. Like, is it should I shouldn't have done it or is it we can't get caught anymore or mm-hmm. – like. I just like I wish you know you'd get a journalist in there to say, hey, you're responsible for X, Y, and Z according to an external audit, which is what they should have done, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. and and just ask them because I, I'd like to know. I think that would be an interesting place to take to, to to take the story. Like, what do you think as a journalist? You know what I mean? Like, well, you have a good point. Um, it's not like they have someone visiting constantly saying like. Uh, you know, are people following this? Uh, hey, your blog post says this. Uh, is it true? You know, it, it, I guess there is really no one on the inside really seeing it for what it is. Um, and even if it is kind of like, oh, of course we are, and you know, you're doing it on that day when the journalist is there, there's still no one to witness that and no one to refute it if it's not going on when the journalist isn't there. So it's, you, you bring up a good point and I, I wish I could be that journalist. <laughs> I would travel to riot studios in a heartbeat and say, listen here, Jonathan riot, you tell me the truth. <laughs> Old Johnny riot. You better have Johnny, a good explanation. Johnny riot. <laughs> tear down this wall. Um, <laughs> So that's Riot Games, everyone. You know them. You uh, have an opinion about them, I suppose. Yeah. It's worth noting, by the way, that uh, on top of the $1.4 billion that League of Legends pulled in, on top of the $10 million that they're uh, giving up for the settlement, uh, Riot Games did recently announce a ton just a ton of new games that they're coming out with aside from League of Legends, some League of Legends adjacent video games and so on and so forth. So it does seem like they still have uh, that diverse crew going on and they're still getting work done. 
and they're still making money. So there's that. <laughs> Let's move on to Duncan Hunter. So if you don't know Duncan Hunter, boy, oh boy, are you about to get to know him. That name. So, hey, I just can't it. Duncan Hunter. Are you from Jumanji? <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> So, Duncan Hunter, known as the United States Congressman, also known as the vaping politician. Known as the the United States Congressman, just one. We only have one? Just one. Uh, The one from, well, the one who's vaping on the job. Yeah. Anyway, uh, known as the vaping politician, has pled guilty to stealing campaign finance funds totaling more than $150,000 for things such as video games, plane tickets for rabbits, and even Lego sets between the years of 2010 and 2016. Um, In 2016 in particular, Hunter apparently spent over $1,000 on Steam Steam games alone and later blamed his son for the expense, of course, because the child did it with his knowledge of credit cards. He was officially charged with conspiracy to steal funds, which has a penalty of five years and a $250,000 fine. So, honestly, there's only two reasons why this is in the show today. First of all, well, three reasons. First of all, I always say this on the show. Your video games, your media, everything in between, it's all political, okay? It's got some modicum of politics in it. There's always some kind of political bloody dude to talk about. Your video games is political. Please get used to it. Uh, that's part one. Part two is, uh, well, he bought video games. And <laughs> this makes it video game news just like for the fact that he, you know, bought some Steam games. I wonder which ones he bought. I bet it was like, <laughs> I bet he plays Garfield Kart. No, um, he is, let's see, he buys, let's see, he buys tickets for rabbits. Rabbits. He. What was the other thing he buys? Tickets? Oh, I think it was tickets like for rabbits. Set? Lego sets, and then yeah. So I'm, I'm just I'm imagining he's like a kid with a blank check, like that movie. So he's probably like on past, goat stimulator. Goat. <laughs> goat stimulator is a different game. Goat stimulator is a different game. Um, goat simulator. That's a great game, and. Uh, actually, I think it's free, so he must have bought the DLC for it. You <laughs> bastard. Um, How dare you spend all money from, on that? <laughs> aside from this being just kind of a video game story and uh, all that, uh, I also just want to make fun of him. Is that fair? I just want to make fun of him a whole lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> here's what I'm, I'm going to like put myself out there and I'm going to get a ton of like hate emails for it and I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. He is a Republican representative from California who like apparently is also a 13 year old child. Um, video games, Lego sets, fast food, movie tickets, shoes and groceries. Like he's a literal child who went to the mall with $150,000. That's, that's what this is. He yep. went to the mall with taxpayer money. 
Yeah, that's what Alice. That's what Alice was saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, the blank check. I'm just, I, I cannot. I just the the picture, like the picture in my head of him just taking a bunny on a plane, just like it just is he. I'm just imagining like a like a little girl like with like her tea set. Like I need, I need a seat for my doll. You know, just <laughs> like what a joke. Oh. In uh, in 2016, when he was being questioned for the 1,302 dollars in video game charges, he said uh, at the end of his questioning that people should be targeting parenting, not video games. Which, sure, I agree, but like. Hang on a moment here, buddy. <laughs> aren't you a parent? And aren't you setting a pretty bad example for your son right now by blaming him for your, like, habit? <laughs> Let's call it a habit. Yeah. It's like basically any argument this guy uses makes that argument sound worse. Yeah. Because it's him. Yeah. It's the new, like, <laughs> like controversy. Like, there's, you know, are you... Addicted to video games does it make you violent? No, it's do video games make you spend more <laughs> on silly things? Yeah. Make you run for office and then spend taxpayer money? Like, may, turn you into an absolute criminal? I mean, look, the, I, you know, I feel, I feel bad because he obviously wasn't, he was, he must have been put into a position that he had no um, business being in. So, what do you mean? But like, if if this is how this guy lives his life, whoever got him nominated him to be the Republican person, mm. those people have to be crazy, you know? Yeah, like they, they just wanted a puppet idiot, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, go buy whatever you want, brother. Like, do what you want, just vote this way." You know what I mean? But like, also ballsy girls are campaign funds. So if he's like, "Yeah, I'm still gonna get elected, bitches. I'm, you know, <laughs> here's my bunny. I'm still gonna get elected. I don't need your money, you know." Yeah. <laughs> don't need your money. Got my bunny. Yeah, it's right. Is this actually a victory for the Democrats that so much Republican money went f towards like frivolous nonsense? I, in a manner of speaking, maybe. Like, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think the part of the irony too is that when mass shootings occur, yeah. they are so quick politicians to say uh, it's all on video games. Video games are violent. Blah 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 blah. Um, but then here's this a clear Republican sitting on the stands with his vape pen and he's like, nah, bro, video games are so cool. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know what? He, he wants to build the wall. It's not a Legos, but, you know, he's, he's into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say, I don't know, I have a perverse love for when uh, people get the, like, the subroquette disgraced former in front of their name <laughs> like disgraced former comedian louis ck and like, that's how they talk about him so this guy's going to be disgraced former republican representative blank um which seems yeah. to me a well, fair consequence it doesn't necessarily say that he's gonna be f removed from office like, um win well i U.S. politics is a messy, messy thing. <laughs> so, 
he could probably like uh do a handstand on a skateboard while flipping off somebody with his middle toe and still be elected again like he can do whatever he wants really this is going to this is the equivalent of a slap on the wrist in my opinion so he won't even like he'll win his election even though the scandal is hanging over him yeah that's Wow. Kind of the way politics works in the United States. It's gross. <laughs> Not much of an incentive to stop doing it then. No. Maybe Why this guy's you? a genius. Well, I mean, five years in prison might change him. Who knows? Maybe oh, he'll uh, he'll uh, stop uh, spending the money on Steam games and he'll just uh, buy the Xbox Game Pass for $10 a do month. Think, do you think he'll actually go to jail? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it, even if he does, someone can pay his bail, someone can pardon him, and that is likely to happen. So, wow. you know, that's, it's a fun it's a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> that's really corrupt. Yeah. Are, are you you're from the states too, Alice? Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm from New York State. Yeah. Are you from boop. New York? Okay. Oh, you're both from New York. Okay. Boop boop. Uh, so. Is it like that in New York too? Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Wherever you can get the corrupties, that's where it'll be. I love how his son's name is Duncan Hunter too, so you know what? Oh. Maybe we got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> it really was his son. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he's buying it for his son, who happens to be a rabbit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need a <laughs> ticket for my bunny son. How old is this fellow? He's 42. 42. He's an adult. Yeah. Like an adult adult. An adult adult. <laughs> I know, I was trying to figure out how old his kids were. Because I'm like reading it, I was like, well, maybe it is for his son? No. I don't know. I know, it's very, very hopeful. <laughs> maybe, well, it's not really hopeful. It still sucks. I mean, I don't care who you're buying it for. Not your money. I really, I mean, like, you do have a point. It definitely could be for his son. Um, but the fact is, is that he told the committees that were investigating him that his son was spending the money. So, oh, I don't know about that. He literally threw his son, like, this is guy's a scumbag. He literally <laughs> threw his son under the bus. Yeah. To- yeah to get his own skin off and then it, it it fell through so not only did he not get away with it he probably ruined his relationship with his son for the rest of his life i shouldn't be laughing like why am i so gleeful right now because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gross it's fun to laugh at gross people yeah <laughs> i mean it's a tragedy this guy i don't know like you can never i like to think that all people all men either wish that they were Superman or, like, James Bond. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. James Bond is a, is a, you know, a chauvinist jerk, but at least he's doing the right thing. And Superman is not. Superman's a nice guy. Um, hmm. You know, like, he's powerful. He's dedicated to Lois, and everything's cool. So, like, I, I, in my heart, I feel like all guys kind of aspire to be one of those two things. And I imagine so does he. So to fall so far... 
I don't know. I just can't. Like, what? Although I'm reading his Wikipedia right now, and it says in 2016 he sold his home and used part of the proceeds to repay his political campaign for some of the for some of the money he spent on personal expenses. And then he and his family and three kids moved in with his dad. So, like, I don't know what, like, midlife crisis they're going through right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, there had to be something else, right? Like, <laughs> Goodness. That's crazy. Um, what a messy, messy 42-year-old child. Yeah, and then just vaping. Oh, well, that's what's wrong with masculinity today. We used to have a pipe. Just get a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a pipe and solve crimes. Now we create the crimes and we have a vape pen. Yeah, now we have vape pens and forensic science and stuff like that. Oh, boy. Um, now, I think, Alice, you brought us a story. Now, it's from 2016, but it kind of fits into this. About the addiction of gaming i don't know if that was me but i did oh that was me. Oh. i didn't i didn't oh. but i i made a note i like i like put little notes into our our outline here and because because in the beginning and it was a really interesting story but it, it starts out with uh the the kid after a day of playing video games he settled in to watch like other people play video games like online or whatever, and I think that's such an amazing thing. I mean, I know it's gone back and PewDiePie and the Let's Plays and all that stuff, but I mean, mostly I just wanted to really just tell everyone how much I love Game Grumps a lot. But I just think, uh-huh. but I just think it's it's such a fascinating thing that we have that. I mean, from what I've been hearing, I used to work at a daycare, and kids will watch other kids on YouTube play with toys instead of playing with toys themselves. So I just, it's just such a, what a cool concept that is. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very interesting. And I would hope at least in the uh, kids watching other kids play with toys kind of se- uh, section mm-hmm. of that, that it's at least somewhat educational. Yeah. Um, but it's the, the, so before I continue, Mick, why don't you let us know why you wanted to talk about this? Well, I I just thought that, um, you know, a lot of people, I was thinking that this might have something to do with the Titan games. Like, I like to try to understand the psychology behind um, harassment and the the people who do it, the victims, but also the people who participate in it. Uh, I just find it interesting and I'd like to know, you know, how to to stop it or whatever. You know what I mean. Right. And... um, I just wonder if people get caught in these sort of dopamine loops and then they get onto these internet forums, right? There's, so, so you get in a dopamine loop playing this video game um, and in the video game, you know, you gotta, like you rip Sonya Blade apart and she's, you can see her boobs or whatever. And like, I don't know, you go onto a forum and you talk about how awesome that is and then you start, the conversation, you know, leads to, to maybe something chauvinist or whatever and like mm-hmm. day after day, as that piles up, you, maybe your own behavior starts to kind of become invisible to you, or you feel entitled to it, and it's all—it's being reinforced with this shot of dopamine through video games mm-hmm. and the conversation afterwards. Do you know, like, does does that make sense? I think so. So, uh, it's worth noting before we get into the story a little bit more 
that the World Health Organization did uh, diagnose, I suppose, a gaming disorder um, in September of 2018. Um, they included gaming disorder in something called the uh, International Classification of Diseases. Um, it is the they've done about eleven revisions of it, and it's finally really a thing. And uh, as of September twenty eighteen, um, so it's interesting that you're coming at it from a not only a do we play it too much kind of perspective, but also do we play it so much that it starts to reinforce a personality that we don't know we're exhibiting, and. Yeah. In that respect, I don't know that I can answer like a, with a yes or no, but so far as like so far as I can tell, there is something about online video games in particular being able to access the internet either before or after or during playing your video game that does feed into what you're saying in this kind of. Uh, this toxic way where you go and you talk about how awesome it was to uh, not only play the video game, but the visuals of it and how it affected you and what you want to see more of. And it not only, um, not only kind of fosters a, a talking point that might seem or is toxic, like in and of itself, but it also kind of, backs up your opinion it reinforces that opinion that you have where you're saying yeah it was awesome to see the guts flying out or something like that and it kind of makes you seem perhaps more uh more more uh violent more visceral more toxic than you probably want to be or actually are right um and so i say this a lot kind of more more so in private um but i kind of blame the internet um when mortal Kombat was out like uh many 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 years ago um the, the first couple yeah sure it was pretty gory but it wasn't like people were uh, not that people are anyway but it wasn't like people were really going out and like saying oh yeah that, that was awesome like i can't believe the, the blood and blah, blah blah and 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 kind of um constantly speaking about it but when you have a forum that you can go to after work or after school or something like that and just talk about that nonstop, that really feeds into a certain part of the addiction that could be detrimental not only to the health of the individual but to the video game industry to the people like me who are just podcasting about it streamers and so on and so forth because then it's not about just the video game it's about you taught my son how to talk this way you taught my daughter how to think this way um so the psychology of it i don't have quite the yes or no answer yeah. but I definitely think there is something there, and it, I think it's the internet. Yeah. Sorry to all my listeners who are listening to this using the internet, but you suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but I think all it takes really is just to be aware of it. It's sure. like, like the, the moment that that happens, it's like, oh, okay. Okay, so I can now I can enjoy, you know, Sonya Blade being ripped apart and also notice, oh, wait a minute, now I should not have just call that person a bitch 
You know what I mean? Like, right. like I'm not saying that they're directly correlated. It's it's a long sort of chain, um, which we went through, and I, which I think you went through really uh, eloquently, actually. Um, but I'd also kind of like to hear what Alice has to say because we. Um, Please. Yeah. Speak. No. Yeah. I. Uh, well, thank you for letting the woman speak. What do you work at Riot? <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> no. But no, I'm, I'm not. You're fine. No. I was thinking about how. You know, we're talking about addiction, but I feel that we're also talking about violence and something that I was thinking about today, you know, trying to think of, oh, you know, are there articles that I want to bring? You know, what am I really, you know, kind of where's my, my, my headspace on, on news and everything? And I didn't want to beat a you know, dead horse over just, you know, video games cause violence, blah, 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 and all that. I think you have to have that mental illness, you know, <laughs> kind of inside you already. But, um... But also, like, when you're really young, I mean, who you are as a, or what do you learn, I guess, what you take in as a baby. And I did a, a podcast recently where I was kind of taught that it, it even is, like, in, in the womb, it even starts there, which, I, you know, whether I believe it or not, I don't know. But, you know, if you're little and you're playing violent video games, seeing violent things, I mean, it couldn't, it doesn't have to be just... Video games, of course. I mean, it could be your parents are fighting. It could be anything. Um, yeah. Diehard movies. Diehard movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, movies. I mean, you could make make the case anywhere. You know, however you sort of grow up, could that turn you more violent? But I was even thinking of not even specifically violence, but kind of what you're get, getting to with the the different attitudes. I mean, this. I think it's GTA that like has the like, you're killing prostitutes or, or whatever, you know, maybe, okay, you're not going to go out and kill a prostitute, but maybe you're going to have a less favorable opinion about sex work, or you maybe would treat someone, you know, you see, you know, prostitute whatever on the side of the road, no, you're not going to kill them and throw them in your trunk or whatever happens in that game, but you're gonna, but you're maybe going to catcall or you're going to catcall any you know woman just walking down the street you know so how does that really shape you and, and change your attitudes even if you are a teenage boy playing something like this sure absolutely yeah yeah like i think about i mean i i hesitate right like i i don't know you you it's 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 hard because i want to defend video games and say that these things are not connected but mm -hmm. i do know that when i was in high school I was a crazy kid. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we, we would go, I mean, we would drive around and throw eggs and stuff like that at, at mm -hmm. people and cars. We'd steal lawn gnomes and like, <laughs> we, we caused mischief, you know, it might've been better if we were inside killing prostitutes on GTA, but uh, like, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm like, I, I, I don't know, but, but maybe if we had both, if we had, so that freedom and the vehicle and everything like that, and we had – I'm not saying we would have gone out and killed a prostitute, but I'm just I'm, – I'm curious to see what would have happened and what adding that element would have done to exploring that freedom and that power that you have when you're 16 and like a, a boy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, it's – mm -hmm. I think it um... – I think it really influences you not only based on you know what your what your video game of choice is right but also the external forces right so if you have a father figure or 
uh, a mother figure or whoever who isn't really uh, encouraging you or giving you some kind of attention that you seem to need or that they're not aware that you need, then you're going to turn to whatever kind of outlet that uh, uh, gives you that kind of fulfillment. So for you, I guess it was stealing lawn gnomes. You degenerate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. (laughs) But I mean, instead of that, you could indeed have been playing a Grand Theft Auto game or some other violent video game to release that energy and then just gone to school like a normal kid. Or you could have been releasing that energy, but still like, I want more. I'm going to go steal a lawn gnome now. So I think it's not just the video games and how you play it and what you do with it, but also like, are your parents involved? Are your parents uh, playing the video games with you? Um, My mother sometimes would come and play or take interest in whatever I was doing in a video game. And yeah, I was playing pretty violent ones when I was like 10 even. (laughs) But she would come and be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, she'll like engage with me. And I think that's kind of what kids need um, in regards to video games and with anything in general. Um, You know, there's a lot of parents who um, are upset about Fortnite and, you know, it's addictive this and he won't stop playing it and blah, blah, blah. But I think that's more the online element. You're getting online and playing Fortnite with your friends. So if you wanted to maybe curtail the behavior a little bit or even um, make it kind of quote unquote uncool, join them on Fortnite (laughs) or sit down and watch them play Fortnite because then it's like, okay, my mom's here. I got to behave, you know? So I think the external parental element really has to come into play so that we don't have this uh, kind of gross, uh, toxic kind of culture going on. Do you think that important conversations should be had at that point? I mean, I would think that there would be kind of that, okay, you know, this is not reality, son, you know, just so you know, right. you know, because even thinking about recent shootings and, and, and or sort of recent shootings where people have tried to blame video games and thinking, yeah, maybe the person who shot, you know, during the whatever, the, the dark, I think it was the, the Dark Knight, you know, movie or, or Columbine or any, you know, school thing where I could almost, <laughs> I'm not admitting anything, but like I could almost... I don't. I don't even know. I don't want to say. I could almost see how someone could distort reality and be like, "Oh, shooting all these kids in the school. It's like my game, or you know, something like that." Maybe. I mean, they right. obviously have something. You know, have have a chip missing. You know, there too. But yeah, right. you know, right? I mean, what is it? Something where the parent, you know, early on could have had sort of. I mean, not not blaming video games, but you know, saying, "Hey, you know." Oh, that's that's See, gross. That's you know, kind of in the in the same way as as, as sex scenes, where you're like, yeah, God, I, I wouldn't want to watch sex scenes with my parents. But 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 I mean, <laughs> like like talking about you know sexuality, where you're like, okay, but also consent. That wasn't that part wasn't in that movie, you know, kind of thing. Right. So no, I definitely get that too, um, and, and I agree because I think what it comes down to again is possibly some encouragement so to like to out myself completely um when my brother and i got our playstation one 
the first couple of games we played that I'm big fans of still are Metal Gear Solid and uh, Resident Evil. And because of that, I would write little stories um, in, like, kindergarten, mind you, about me and my friends as, like, zombie killers. And the teacher would actually kind of foster that with me and would, like, be impressed with what I was writing because it activated something in my imagination. And then on on, on top of that, I would, like do cartwheels around the house and then call myself secret agent jason <laughs> so so like that's me as a as a child right for you brother so, that's awesome <laughs> so like uh i i think to that point though my mom my mom was always like very like uh happy that i was doing that kind of thing uh, taking that from the video games like being a like a zombie slayer not a person slayer and, or like being a secret agent, not like a, a gruff combatant in Vietnam or some something. Some of these like military you know I mean? things, you know, are are used. I would assume in the you know in the actual military now. I mean, Call of Duty. I mean, that's yeah. not fake sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty's gotten more real over the years. Absolutely. I mean, you have to wonder how much. Like, I've never participated in a drone strike, but you have to wonder how much it looks like a fucking video game. Right. Yeah. And how much you're going to tell your kids, like Alice said, that this is a video game. <laughs> you, you're you not, uh, you know, the colonel or anything like that. Yeah. You are a 10-year-old boy. This is Job Simulator. Go get a real one. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I don't think it needs to be that explicit because kids can tell yeah. pretty early, you know, what's up. But it, it needs to be in my opinion, just something more along the lines of like a conversation like the one we're having now, you know, mm-hmm. take an hour with the kid and be like, listen, these are some of the things that people think video games could do, could not do. You should be aware of it all. And, and uh, you know, like, I don't want to censor art. I, I would rather just have people understand it better. Right. Um, right. And, and, you know, if it's going to change, I mean, video games are pretty chauvinistic. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I, but I don't but like it. Like I said, it's art. So if if a person wants to create that, that's their prerogative. That's their business. It, just in my opinion, but um, I, I would say that you know, as time goes on, you might see it. Like I think we are seeing it uh, fade fade out more um, because women in in places like you know to bring it back to the beginning, places like Riot are standing up for themselves and getting noticed and and making things happen so it's it might change the face of it too right just just uh naturally sorry that was a bit of a tangent no it was it was fantastic and i agree (laughs) (laughs) um okay before we go i just want to know uh, from both of you what do you think about that point like censoring considering it art even though it's offensive and chauvinist and violent this um, is really hard. Right? So I like I started reading this this list of like the 2019 like worst review games, and like one of the first maybe it's maybe number two or something was like Leisure Larry, and I just like stopped because I'm like, what is that? And I've been trying to find out <laughs> what the heck that is. <laughs> it just reminds me of what you were saying, chauvinistic. From what I'm yeah. gathering, I don't know what I'm gathering. I don't know if I want to gather. <laughs> I think it was either this year or sometime early 
last year. I can't remember what it was called, but someone created a game, much like you're saying, because they have this kind of artistic view. uh, They have this freedom of expression, of course, um, where the subject of the game, you, the player, was going around in this uh, post-apocalyptic zombie kind of universe where you were meeting women and... Uh, having non-consensual sex oh. with them. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to say like the word. <laughs> I I know I should, and like it, it's very obvious what it is, but it's difficult to say. Um, yeah. But anyway, so um, there was a ton of violence in the game, aside from the obvious mm-hmm. one, uh, and people were outraged because it was on. It was greenlit on Steam, which means that. He submitted to Steam through, you know, the company Valve, and they said, "Okay, this will be up on uh, for purchase." Um, and so people were like, "Why? <laughs> Why would you uh, accept this game?" And so his uh, the the creator's point of view is, you know, it's art, um, it's freedom of expression. We should be able to make games like this because it's it's expression it's it's something i'm talking about something i'm putting in but then people were like well okay that's fine if you want to you know make it kind of provocative but why are you only raping women like where's the (laughs) where's oh my god and and it's a a horrible point but it's also true because his response his response to that was i'm not into women so wait a minute so this is about freedom of expression. It's about being able to be provocative, being able to say what you want, but you're not going to push the envelope the entire way. You're just going to do, you know, what you like, right? So it's it's very dicey. And it's not only dicey because he was doing something provocative and to gain attention and to get people talking and all that stuff, but also because you could kind of see that it was hard for any gamer to either defend it or um, uh, attack it without kind of contradicting themselves. Because, yeah, we play violent video games, but we're not doing what this guy wants us to do. Um, Or you were saying the inverse. Like, yeah, we play violent video games, and this is a violent video game, and we should be okay with it, or you should just not play it. Which is like, yeah, fine, but why is it in my face? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a, I don't believe in censorship, but I also don't believe that uh, you should be, you know, like the YouTube policy we spoke about earlier. You shouldn't be doing things to kind of incite these really hard and kind of awful conversations um, yeah. about preferences and no no uh, you have a very haughty conservative uh, standard of things you know there ought to be a, <laughs> a standard that we live up to for god's sake <laughs> no it's a standard it, of decency no but you're I, right i mean it it's like like so this should be labeled vulgar and crude which is what it is mm. um, yeah right does that mean it shouldn't exist? No, but it should have to, you know, it lives and dies on those labels. Maybe it shouldn't have a platform. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Like, I don't know. 
if you want to host it on your website, fine. Yeah. But I don't know. And it, it, it's it's so hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Alice, please. Right. Say something yeah, so I yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I mean, it's it, yeah, it's the idea of, of freedom of speech and, and everything, and what is inciting violence and this and that because I'm thinking about and I mean I just heard about this other game the other day I think it's called Rape Play or whatever which yeah yeah I just told about that the other day so basically same same thing um and yeah I mean what if someone put out a video game about you know hating Jews or you know Jews in the concentration camps or African Americans in slavery and you could you know, you're the, whatever, a slave master. I mean, that's horrifying, right? You can't do that. But, ugh, like, yeah. I, do, I, I don't... But who's gonna stop Yeah, right, you? who's gonna really stop you? I guess host it on your own thing. I hope you get no money. I hope you rot in hell. But <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> like... I think that's what it came down to for me, is that it wasn't so much that the game existed, because, I mean, if I didn't know about it, then it would exist anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that it was greenlit on a private company's platform, yeah, right? that, that that's kind of that doesn't make me feel good. I I buy from your store too, and I mean I buy from your store, and this is one of your sellers. Like I'm I I don't know if I can support that. Yeah, I mean, I mean same thing with TV shows, movies, and you know if you don't like. Woody Allen, if you don't like Louis C.K. and he's, let's say, if he still had his show or if he got a show on a network, you don't have to watch that network. You can boycott, you can this, you can that. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Uh, well, that's, okay. yeah, what would be, I mean, this is, this is why they have a whole, you know, um, department called the Humanities in, like, every city in the world, right? Mm-hmm. To, right? Because this stuff isn't easy yet, but it's so worth talking about. So, you know, thank you so much. Hey, that's uh, what we do here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so to kind of wrap up this episode, uh, let's do some video game recommendations. Uh, do either of you have a recommendation for the listeners for any games that we should be playing or on the lookout for? Uh, Alice, let's begin with you, yeah. madame. Um, I mean, maybe Mario Party heard of it. No, uh, um. <laughs> no, I do have to play that one again. Um, I would say for me, it's kind of more of the the, the mobile games. Um, I just, mm. I really like those kind of, I guess they'd be sim- simulation games. Uh, the apps are called Episodes. There's one called Chapters, just ones where you kind of, you play whoever's in the, in the story, basically, and you you go along, you make different choices. There's also one called, one called Choices, um, and you just make different choices, and you can kind of, just just play through, fall in love, do you know fashions, all those things for all those all those female you know listeners out there. I think the fact that we can make video games more not more accessible to women because obviously it already is. I mean, women can play everything, but maybe someone who is more interested in like feminine aspects. Someone who I mean, I think my first video game that wasn't like kid computer game was like a Barbie horse adventure, you know, something like that, where it is the <laughs> the cuter side, the feminine yeah. side, the right. not, you know, fighting side. I mean, you can definitely play video games, play computer games, play 
different things and and it can be girly and cutesy and and, and mm-hmm. fashiony as well. And hey, guess what? If you play any of those games, you're a gamer. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh no, gross. No. <laughs> 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 One of us. <laughs> um Mick, how about you? Um yeah, well I heard there's a new Age of Empires coming out. Uh there is, I believe. Yeah, and I, I played uh, the last couple and really enjoyed them, so I would advise people if they're interested in RTS games to keep an eye out for that. And uh, mm-hmm. currently playing Red Dead Redemption two and it's you know, the hype is fair. Like it's a really good game. So I'd recommend that too. Tight. Hmm. Um hey, you know what? Uh we spoke we had a lot of fun with Pokemon today. <laughs> um <laughs> I would say pick up Sword and Shield if you haven't. Um mm-hmm. I know it's kind of hard if you're a diehard fan to kind of put your stock behind it because of the uh, entire Pokedex not being in it. But you know what? It's still a pretty decent game. If you can find it on sale, even pick it up, play it with some friends and have a good time. Catch all 400 Pokemon like I did. Thank you. And have a good time. Just 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 have some fun. Uh, and finally, to finish off this episode, uh, please let us know where we can find you on the internet if you want us to find you on the internet. And if you have uh, anything else to plug, uh, Alice. Hey, um, well, you can find me on Twitter. So that's Allie Mej, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H. Um, I also have a Facebook, which I think a lot of people do. I don't really know. Everyone's plugging Instagrams and all the newfangled things. But no, um, but no, my Facebook is Alice Lauren. Uh, Lauren spelled L-A-U-R-E-N. Yep, I know how to spell that. Um, but make sure that you message me first before <laughs> talking to me or adding me. Or not talking. before Message me before you talk to me. No, message me before you request me so I know where you heard me. Um, I can be found on many different podcasts because uh, I will do just about anything for a podcast. I will watch movies like Fright Night, Seven... Um, I've been on the podcast for the the movie The Room. If you guys have seen have seen that movie, yeah, Ooh. yeah, The Room in it, uh, almost famous. A lot of I've watched a lot of movies uh, to do this. I've been on a Weezer podcast. Um, I've been on a one on. You can find the podcast. Uh, Please be seated. If you guys like Monty Python, I, me and a couple other a couple other podcasters basically talked about different uh, Monty Python movies. So that was definitely interesting. I also do comedy as well, sometimes stand up and improv and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so if you're ever in the Rochester area and I am doing comedy somehow, yeah. I might be. I'm from Are Buffalo. You? Well, not from Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Or I might be in Buffalo. I don't know. I love Buffalo. Um, but yeah, book me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> off of this podcast alone. Um, but yeah, so you can just find find me and I'll be tweeting and sending out updates about my podcasts. Ooh. Right on. Awesome. Hey, Mick, where, where can we find you? Um, so yeah, I, I believe I'm Mick Martin one at, um, on, on Twitter, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my Facebook is just Mick Martin. You can find me there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a like open to the public account. Anybody can look. Um, I'm doing stand up comedy 
at Club 120. It's uh, or 129er. Um, it's it's 120 Church Street uh, here in Toronto, Ontario. I'm um, going to be there 9:30 on Friday night. Uh, it's going to be a great show. There's a lot, you know, far better comedians than me on the bill, but I'll be funny too. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I think. Lucky. Yeah. I, I love Toronto. That's it. Book me in Toronto. <laughs> if you guys ever come up to Toronto, um, I will show you around. You can crash in my apartment. Yes. We have the uh, best legal Best friends yeah. now. Best friends. Uh, yeah, we're all best pals. I mean, oh, I'm so into it. Yeah, we would have to. You guys can show me how to be a comedy. Cause I be a be comedy? All right. Just oh, like that. Yeah, I be one, one big, big comedy. comedy. I can take you guys. On like a like a tour of all the comedy clubs, and you could do, hit all the open mics. Oh, oh that'd my be a god! Cool little god thing. I guess I'm a Canadian now. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, then. Hey, L, you guys. Um, so as always, you can find me at Comic Jace Gaming on Twitter. Uh, you can find the weekly weekly cooldown on its own Twitter page as well at WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit wkcooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Uh, be sure to check out the links in the description, which will include the Discord link, so you can join our Discord chat. And also, of course, our humble bundle for this week, so that you can support me here at the Weekly Cooldown, as well as your favorite charities. That's all for the Weekly Cooldown. I'm Kami Jace. I guess I'm Alice. Yeah, damn right you are. <laughs> Who are you? And she's Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, great. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.